So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to episode 312 of the Reeton Entertainment Podcast. My name is Nathan Reeton Spruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Rowe McFain. I'm joining you this week. <laughs> and we have Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Besh. Uh-oh. Is my mic working? Hey, there you go. Oh, there hey. You. Yeah. That was that was embarrassing. I I I bef- I just want to say I apologize. Before the podcast, I told you to shut up and and I apologize for that. Anyway, uh yeah, so let's let's just ask Connor and Aroa, where can we find you guys? Aroa.website. One of those links that I want to point out to you before we move on is Clinton's Core Classics, a Rise of the Rune Lords first edition actual play podcast. Check us out. Yeah, do it. And then uh, you can find me at those links, but I'm also on you know Twitter at Reeton, Twitch at Reeton, YouTube at Reeton, uh, Reeton Podcast for this podcast you're listening to, and ReetonEntertainment.com is my website. Uh, we got two links on the top. One's podcast for me for this podcast, which which has a like an embed of all of the podcasts that you can scroll through, and then same thing for the Clinton's Core link at the top. You can click on that. And it's an embed of all the Clinton's core classics uh, that we have done. So it's all in one neat, convenient place. But you can also find this podcast and that podcast on Spotify and iTunes. Also on Amazon, which is freaking weird, huh? Anyway, so what games have you played this week, Connor? Uh, not that much. I, I played work. I played Fractured Butthole on the Nintendo Switch, which is probably the worst of the ports. I remember there were parts of this game that were unplayable the first go around. So let's see, you know, if we could actually finish the entire game this time. Played some Space Station 13. That was fun. One story of note is I became the Wraith of Bad Pizza. I don't recall if I told you this story or not yet. I don't think so. All right, this one has photos that I'll show you later. But um, I was an antagonist. I spawned as a Wraith, which means I'm haunting the ship. And I didn't want to just be, like, an asshole and, like, I'm going to turn off lights and suck power off and make the station real unpleasant to stay in. So I was kind of watching and, you know, looking for things that were haunt-worthy. And I noticed the chef had made some uh, maple syrup pizza. And I decided this will not do. So I became the ghost of bad pizza. And uh, I, I ha- it, it eventually things spiraled way out of control just because I didn't really know what I was doing. But for... You know, most of the shift I had haunted the kitchen and the bar. <laughs> and the chef to taunt me kept on making worse and worse pizza. Like, great pizza. Doesn't that sound good, everyone? Yes. It's, it. What do you do? Do you end up killing people with the pizza? or? I was haunting the individual. Well, uh, at first I was just haunting the pizzas. And the way it works mechanically is you can embody a item that can normally be like held or interacted with. And at the end of that haunting, it disappears. So, like, later in the shift, I was, like, going into cargo and taking, like, entire bricks of gold and just, yoink, you know, being an asshole. Yeah. Uh, but I, I originally, I was trying to get rid of these abomination pizzas before they could be eaten. I mean, I personally would not like a maple syrup pizza. 
I, I'm. I mean, I'd try it. I don't. I. I don't think I would like the sweet. I don't. Yeah, I don't. That's that's like why I don't like pineapple on pizza is because I don't right. like the sweet. It'd be like candied I bacon like on, pizza, on pizza, which is a row of leaf. Leaf. You're you're, you're not welcome oh. here anymore. Here here's the thing. I I don't I don't care. There are far more there there are far more things for what me to care about in the world. Uh, I'm sorry. What was that? What about mayonnaise? Nope. Okay, that's 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 a hard no. That brother used to do that, and it. Uh, <laughs> disgusting i did it as a joke once and then i was like huh you know what i'm kind of into this i know people who put mayonnaise on their grilled cheese sandwiches i know people who do well, things like yeah whenever you're cooking on, it uh, mayonnaise on like cheese sticks and stuff no, i don't know anyway we have we have taken a, a divergence from our conversation and we're gonna circle back in uh is that all the games that you've played? I think so. I I meant to play Warhammer, but the dude man canceled on me last minute. So uh, I didn't play no Pathfinder. I I think that's it. It's been a, all right. And unfortunately, dull. We oh I I played a little bit of Halo. I don't know why I still play Halo. Honestly, uh, it, it's good. I mean, I I played Halo Infinite, and that feels a lot better because it was actually made for PC. Right. Uh, so hopefully when, when that game comes out, it will be good, but we're going to move on to Aroa and ask Aroa what games he's played. So, uh, you know, I've been, been goofing on the old switch and, uh, uh, might played... I, might I interrupt you for a second? You're, uh, you're popping. What? Uh, you're, 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 you're doing the rice crispy as we call still it. still rice industry. crispy. Yes. Okay, it's Discord's fault. Hold on a second. Why would it be Discord's have, fault? Have you found sometimes you can't close Discord? Like you can't right click on the little thing? Yeah. Once in a blue moon. Yeah, so uh, we're going to. It's happening, happening to me a think, lot lately. Do, do you think the intermission music for Monty Python is in public domain? I, I think what we're going to do is I am going to talk about the games I've played while Aurora reboots his computer. Uh, so anyway, the games I played, I played Splitgate, which uh, feels like Halo, but does feel a lot better than uh, like the Halo for the, the PC that have been released so far. Uh, and, it, you know, it uses portals and everything. But I did find a problem with that game. And the problem that I have with Splitgate is that the assault rifle, A, it has a zoom in, uh, and B, it's way too powerful. Like, it is, the assault rifle is overpowered in that game, uh, and they should definitely either in, decrease the damage or increase the spread, because it feels way too powerful at, like, medium range, uh, and and it kind of beats, like, the the DMR and the battle rifle that they have in the game. I don't know what the names of, I know one of them is a battle rifle, but I don't know if the other one's called the DMR, but it's basically the DMR. And, uh, it kind of always beats those two weapons, uh, at even medium range. So that is a problem. They do have a game mode that I think, uh, Connor would respect. It was one of the, the game modes that rotates in and out. Um, it was kill confirmed. You know, you know what kill confirmed is, right? Like headhunter or something like that. 
Yeah, so you kill the person and then you have to grab something off their off their corpse, basically, to confirm the kill. Yeah, headhunter. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, this one is teabag confirm. <laughs> so you have to go and teabag your enemy uh, that you have killed in order to uh, get the con- confirmation. And uh, you can stop other people. So if if your teammate gets killed, you can go up to your teammate and teabag them to make it so the person can't confirm the kill. It's the moment I've been training for. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, my God, this is such a mode that Connor would like. Um, and then I played Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is a Yakuza game. Uh, but I they've shifted. They've shifted from, like, an action combat to more of a JRPG combat uh, with Like a Dragon. Uh, and it is a weird game. Very weird. It's yeah. actually, it's very good. Um, and the general plot isn't that weird. You're a Yakuza. You get thrown into prison for 18 years. You come out and then everything's changed. You know, general plot. Uh, but then like you start doing some of the side quests uh, and they're like, oh, you got kicked out of the Yakuza. So you're poor. Uh, go collect cans uh, to make money. And I'm like, I've done this before. Uh, and then uh, there's another part where you hear you and another guy hear a baby crying, and so you're like, "Oh, we're gonna get some formula, and we're gonna give it, like give it to the baby." I don't know why your characters jump to this conclusion. So you get the hot water, you get the formula, you go up there, and turns out it wasn't babies; um, it was a bunch of grown men in diapers. Uh, who who that's apparently their kink so it's yeah, uh that's a reference that's to weird, at least one other uh yakuza game oh um, okay i see i believe there are two yakuza games where that happens uh there uh, is uh, there yeah there is something i kept getting a crash in the game when trying to play the pachinko machines or the uh pachink slot machines whatever they're called in the game Pachi slot. Pachi slot. Um, basically, there's a deal. You have to download a free del- DLC to be able to even access that part of the game. And for some reason, every time I tried to load it, it'll just crash the game. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why, but the reason I was like, why? This is stupid that you have to download a DLC. Uh, but it turns out it's because of certain regions don't want the gambling function out functionality, so they had to remove it and have it as DLC for certain regions, which makes sense. So uh, hopefully I can get that working. I did reboot my computer this morning. Maybe that'll fix it. And then it won't. Uh, another game that's included with Game Pass. I played Twelve Minutes. Jeez. That fucking game. It's uh, it's not it's not the type of game that I enjoy. Uh, it's it's a, it's basically it's not basically, it is a point and click adventure game. And I will tell you, I won't spoil anything for you, but I will tell you that one of the ways 
basically, there's three characters. There's a husband, a wife, and a, a, quote, cop that comes in. And the cop basically comes and kills you guys to steal, uh, steal something from the wife. And one of the ways to get some information out of the cop is you have to knock him out. But the way to knock him out is there's a broken light switch in your room that you have to click on once and then click off. And the next time that it's clicked on, it will shock whoever uh, with a huge shock. So what you do is you go into the bathroom, you grab a mug, you go into the bathroom, you take some sleeping pills, you put the sleeping pills in the mug, you go to the sink, you fill up the mug, you give the mug to your wife, she drinks it, goes to sleep in the bedroom. You hide in the closet. When the cop shows up, he goes into the bedroom, clicks on the light, and gets shocked, and then you can tie him up, uh, and once you tie him up, you can get information out of him. Uh, he will refuse to give you information until you stab him or shoot him in the leg. Uh, once you give him, once you get the information, you can do whatever you want, kill him, and then time resets. So every twelve minutes, time resets. Uh, if you do this out of order, and you click the light switch and then turn off the light switch, your wife will go in there and click the white light switch, but because she is not wearing shoes. She gets a huge shock and dies. So I may have killed my wife once. Uh, yeah, so there's there's uh, that. that. Uh, it's not a great game. I didn't quite enjoy it. Uh, about an hour and a half into the game, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to look up a, a guide. And so I just followed the guide, and it took me about an hour to finish the game. Uh, Sounds and, like a modern take on the old style adventure game. Oh, it really the, is. Uh, puzzles Very make much. absolutely no fucking sense. This game yeah. has some moon logic to it, except the moon logic isn't like I need to do something that's wacky and out of here. It's I'm interacting with NPCs and they're not interacting the way that you would expect them to. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there, there's. I'm not going to spoil anything, uh, as I said. So that's just one way to get some information. Uh, there. I was reading through the credits after I beat the game. I was looking through the credits and I was like, wait a minute. Was that, was that name who I thought it was? So the husband is played by James McAvoy. What? The husband is played by James McAvoy, uh, i.e. the guy from Split or Professor Xavier. Um, the woman, the wife is played by Daisy Ridley, who is Ray from Star Wars. What and, the fuck? And the cop is played by Willem Dafoe. Huh. <laughs> okay. That's a good cast. It really is a good cast. It's a crappy game, but it's a good cast. Like, the, the voice acting was pretty good, but I was just like, really? Really? Okay, cool. Um... So yeah, top-notch casting. The game's, I mean, if you like point-and-click adventure games, you're probably going to like the game a lot more than I did. But it was it was all right, I guess. It, I, I don't enjoy the games. I did like the twist ending, but I will not spoil the twist ending at all for you guys. So anyway, uh, let's move on to Aroa and ask you what games you have played through this week. 
so let's try this again. Um, I've played uh, played Reboot, the PS1 game based on the uh, critically acclaimed children's 3D animated TV show. Hey man, some people talk about that show with uh, really good light. Yeah, uh, I think it, I think it's mainly because like that was probably a, a lot of kids' introduction to like cyberpunk type stuff. It is extremely cyberpunk. Uh, basically, like personifying slash anthropomorphizing uh, the insides of a computer. And I, now that you have, say that, I, I think that my Plex channel is going to have somebody be like, reboot, please, reboot now. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I have way too much stuff on my backlog already to be uh, jumping into shows that are fondly remembered by people who are overly nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how was the reboot yeah, game? It's, um, it's awful. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> it, so... I, I have to give it credit in one way, and that is that the the animation is some of the most impressive uh, animation in some cases that I've seen done on a PS1. Um, the the amount of like squash and stretch kind of stuff that they have going on there, uh, kind of along the same lines as like uh, Crash Bandicoot. Um, but it's you know it's done by some dev studio I've never heard of, uh, and it's a licensed game, which is just like those things combined together. You don't really expect to see something that is animated quite similarly to the TV show, and in some cases better than the TV show because the TV show itself's not animated particularly well. I mean, um, it's it's a '90s CG TV show, yeah. so yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it it like tries to kind of control like Tony Hawk's pro skater. Uh, but it's a like 3d action game where you shoot stuff. Ah. Uh, I don't know why you have to constantly be riding around on a hoverboard, uh, but it makes everything way more complicated. And uh, one of the main gimmicks is that you have to like capture these balls and if you run into them, they hurt you. But your means of capturing them involves using this extremely short-range tractor beam thing that pulls you into them while you're using it. And you're on a hoverboard, so already it controls like shit, so I just constantly was killing myself while trying to complete the objective. Oh yeah, that's um, always fun. Yeah, it's just not a not a good time. Um... Have have you heard of Cook Serve Delicious? I have. I have never played it. So it uh, that is a that is a a line cook simulator. Right. I saw I saw uh, you play the VR one. Uh. Well, that that's cooking simulator. That's different. Oh. Okay. 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 Sorry. Uh, cook Serve Delicious is much more arcadey. Um. Kind of puts me in the mind of like. Uh, some of those flash games or the, the the papa papa pizza thing flash games i see um, anyway so i played the original version of that uh some and i don't know if i've talked about that before on here 
but uh, I can't think of what the name of it is because it's in Japanese. Um, but it was a, it was originally a Japanese PS1 game. Um, and the, the story behind Cook Serve Delicious, actually, is that the guy played the demo for it uh, just like I did. I remember the demo that uh, the guy was referring to. Um, he, he played the demo on some PS1 demo disc, uh, really liked the game, and uh, never found anything else like it ever. And it never got a, a U.S. release. So, like, you couldn't really even play it in America if you wanted to. So, uh, he ended up eventually making his own version of it. And playing the original, I like the original a lot more. I think that game works really well with a controller. And it uh, it is an extremely novel use of the analog sticks. Uh, where, essentially, each stick is meant to be a facsimile of your hand. So, like, when you're chopping vegetables, you use one stick to, like, be the, the guide for the knife, and then the other stick is the hand with the knife. And so you're chopping down with one stick over and over again while slowly moving your other hand off to the side. Uh, you have to chase after uh, uh, people who try to, to dine and dash, and so you have to click both sticks forward and backward like you're running after them. Um like even even whenever you're pouring drinks like you have to hold the drink to the side and then start dispensing with the other stick so that you and then you can slowly rotate the the cup back so that it doesn't get a bunch of foam um it's it's cool and you're doing all this like really really fast uh essentially like if you were doing warioware mini games uh but you had to do like six of them at the same time uh, on a time limit it, it's cool uh, definitely recommend looking into that if, uh, if you like Cook, Serve, Delicious, because it was the OG. There's also apparently a PS2 sequel, uh, that's also in Japanese. I have not played that yet, but I will have to do that. Do it. Play it. I will. And make a res video. Um. Yeah, I know I'm working on it. I'll just yeah. calm down. <laughs> just calm, calm your, calm your dick. I see, I see. So, any other games you played? Uh, oh, um, did I, did I talk about, uh, the Jackbox-like game last week? Did I talk about that? Not that I recall. Uh, it, it's, uh, called What the Dub? Remember oh, I see. I did, I don't, I don't remember, I don't recall it, no. Okay, I just didn't want to repeat myself, because it's, it's a very simple concept. Um... So it's a uh, game where it's formatted very much like a Jackbox game uh, where you have people join on a website and you just have one person host the game over Discord or whatever. Uh, but the gimmick is that you watch a clip from an old movie uh, or at least a public domain movie and uh, there is a line in the clip that has been removed. And so then you have to write the the dialogue for that line. Uh, and then it is read back with a text-to-speech voice. And you can choose the, uh, the language of the text-to-speech voice, meaning you can give it a funny accent if you write in English, but then choose, like, you know, French or something. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty pretty fun time. It's only eight bucks, 
Uh, if you ever played um, Use Your Words, which is another game that was kind of capitalizing off of uh, Jackbox, uh, it's pretty much the one fun game in User Words, but that's the whole thing. Um, and yeah, it's pretty, pretty fun time. I streamed it the first time we played it. I didn't stream it last night, but yeah, if you, if you want something other than Jackbox, uh, do that. I have used your words, but I've never, I think I played it once, but I didn't have a big enough group of people to actually enjoy it. Yeah, uh, uh, like, they have the one, they have the one game where you, like, write text over a movie clip, and then everything else is just like, eh, okay, that was kind of funny. Oh, I see. I see. So, so I'm glad that, that somebody made a game that's just the fun part. And they add a text-to-speech, and you can put funny sound effects in. Did you play any MMOs this week? I'm always, I'm always playing WoW. We're, uh, we're on the final boss of the current raid. Uh, it's really fucking hard, uh, as it should be. Um, but, you know, we're, we're making pretty good progress. Uh, and I really hope that we finish her off this friday so that i can get that bow because she drops a bow that's really really good nice um and then I'll, i'm playing final fantasy 14 off and on including right now because i i really like the i like the crafting i don't like the combat so much but the crafting is really uh relaxing oh man that is totally what is causing the the pops so it's causing no, it isn't. i don't know no, i don't know not. but it's still happening so yeah, no, that that has just uh, it's just been a thing lately, and I don't know why. Okay, I see. So we're gonna Hold move on. on, and we're gonna talk that about some. We're gonna talk about some news stories. Did you unplug your microphone? That fixed it, it. It fixed it. It made. It, uh, I guess it did. No, I just changed from uh, voice meter to direct connection. Ah, I see. You're a little quieter now, but that's okay. Uh, let's just. I'll just. I'll just I'm turn you up. Point four decibels quieter. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we're going to talk about Amazon Game Studios has retracted policies that claim rights to games made by workers after hours. Uh, and this is a big thing, actually. Basically, and it's in a lot of in different industries. Um, I remember at a manufacturing plant that I was part of, basically, if you made anything while you worked there, like if you invented anything the company would claim that they owned it. Even if you were doing it on your own time. And Amazon apparently had the same thing where it's, uh, you know, if you were making a game, like you made a, a Pong clone or something, Amazon would technically own that game, even if you made it on your own time. And they have since retracted that policy that they had. Uh, so that is objectively a good thing. Also, I hate Amazon. Uh, it says yeah. the in, the internal email to Amazon Game Studio staff written by studio boss Frank Vrazini explains these policies were originally put in place over a decade ago when we had a lot less information and experience than what we do today. Uh, as a result, the policies were written uh, quite broadly. I think that that is a lie. Because, like, anybody anybody who has worked for any company knows that this is bullshit. 
it's a bullshit policy that they would have something like that. Um, so I like I, every company has that in their employment agreement. Yeah, like tons of companies will have that in their employment agreement. Um, which would, which really is, it's not the the best thing to have, and I don't like it. So I'm happy that Amazon is getting rid of it, and I think that, I mean, honestly, if you're making anything on your on your own time, they shouldn't be able to claim any of that. Realistically, I don't think companies should be able to should be able to control what you do on your your own time anyway. Like, I don't think so that. I, I'm sorry. What? I hardcore agree. That's actually very common for software development. It really is. Um, a lot of times, if you're a developer and like you make an app in your free time. Your company could say, "Nope, you're uh, you're on." I, th I think it's under non-disclosure, even. But they're like, "No, that's that's uh that's not competing. That's that's ours now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, non-compete clause in, in lawsuits. Yeah. Um, uh, there have been there have been apps that have come out that are really popular, and then like the their previous employer before they got popular will come. And be like, hey, you made that while you were working for us, so you, you can't you you can't do that. Yeah, it's in a contract. You, it's a non compete, so you're competing with us, which means it's ours now. Yeah. Which which, uh, which yeah. is it? It's Not it's an, how it's it works. well, and that's actually happened in wrestling uh, recently, uh, where basically they were claiming that, uh, like people who were streaming on Twitch and making extra money because they weren't doing any live oh, yeah. shows. Uh, they yeah. shut down They shut down Twitch streaming uh, because they weren't making any money off of it, and WWE was like, well, we actually control your likeness uh, since you work with us, and since we help promote you, we own that likeness, and so you can't have your likeness to make money on like Twitch or or anything like that, um, we own your head. One of the one of the girls on uh, from WWE uh, ended up getting fired because she had cameo going, and then she started an OnlyFans. Um, and they're like, "Nope, can't do that." And the OnlyFans was uh, non-nude OnlyFans, but we'll get into that later. Uh, but it was a non-nude uh, OnlyFans, and they're just like, nope, can't do it. Uh, we're firing you. And they ended up bringing her back. So I don't know if they're reversing some of those policies, uh, but it's... Well, it's Probably because that's a really stupid policy. Well, and they're independent contractors, yeah. technically speaking. Like, they... That's they extra dumb. They claim them as independent contractors so that they don't have to pay them like benefits like PTO or health insurance, but yet they control like if they can stream on Twitch or have an OnlyFans or have a cameo. Like they do have wrestlers who have cameo, but they have to go through WWE. Like the WWE gets some of the profit. Um and then, like, they can't work for other wrestling companies, even though they're independent contractors. And as an independent contractor, you should be able to do whatever you want outside of your obligations for that company. So, it's really silly, and uh, it, it happens in a lot of different industries. Software development, apparently, game development, fucking professional wrestling. 
and really it's all bullshit. WWE dies, you know? I don't hope that they die, uh, but it would be nice if they're if they stopped making so much money and actually had to be good again. <laughs> yeah, That would well, be nice. I guess what I really mean is that I want one of their competitors to actually become successful. Yeah. Like I, I don't want the I don't want there to be this I, I'm obviously I'm not like super invested in wrestling, but because of the people that I know, I, I know enough. And yeah. like I, I want to I want there to be something other than just WWE and then the indie tier. And like yeah. that's it. That that's because that's all that there really is out there now. That is. I mean not to not, not to get too deep into it, uh, but AEW is making some waves, but it's still nowhere near what uh, WWE is at. Like the guy, aren't they like shuttering one of the one of their other major brands too? Who? Uh, who isn't isn't the the guy who runs WWE? What's his face? Um, they're trying to like change NXT. Yeah, yeah, they're they're <laughs> killing NXT essentially, from my understanding. Well, okay, they're not killing it, but they're making it more of the mainstream, like SmackDown or Raw, and so it's not yeah, going to have the shit. appeal. Yeah, they're making it shit. Uh, whereas AEW just got CM Punk. Uh, they're coming out with a new game at some point. Um, they're going to come out with an AEW game, which is going to be reminiscent of the old uh, N64 wrestling games, which were really, really good. good. <clears throat> yeah. So. Yeah, like, there, uh, there's good things happening in the wrestling front. But what we're going to do is we're going to move on because I can talk about wrestling for a long time. Oh, hey, look, OnlyFans. Who likes porn? Anybody here like porn? I'm addicted hey. to it. <laughs> I can take it or leave it. Someone help me. <laughs> no. Um, so porn, apparently, okay, so I think there's some misinformation on this. Uh, but we'll get into this. Apparent, this is from InputMag.com, but a bunch of different sites have, have reported on this. OnlyFans is banning porn. The company has announced today it's a surprise movement to protect its partnerships with banks and uh, payment providers. The platform will still allow creators to post nude photos and videos, but not any sexually explicit conduct. Uh, the change goes into effect starting in October. So... I think there was some confusion on here, and we'll just read through uh, this statement. It says, effective October 2021, OnlyFans will prohibit the posting of any content containing sexually explicit conduct in order to ensure its long-term sustainability of the platform and to continue to host the inclusive community of creators and fans. We must evolve our content guidelines. Creators will continue to be allowed to post content containing nudity as long as it is consistent with our acceptable use policy. These changes are to comply with the requests of our banking partners and payment providers. We will be sharing more details in the coming days, and we will actively support and guide our creators through this change and our content guidelines. So, um, my question is, what do they consider to be sexually explicit content that they are actually banning. And from what I understand, it is not all sexual content. Can you be a little more um, uh, specific, Aroa, as I'm sure you have followed this intently? 
So, um, from what I've been able to tell, uh, and this is going off of their current content guidelines, um, essentially, they're they're not banning nudity in general. They're they're not really banning anything that I think people normally think of when it comes to OnlyFans, uh, which is just, you know, women doing sexy stuff on the camera. Uh, there is some confusion on whether or not uh, you'll be able to have, like, just straight-up people fucking. Um, we're still not sure how that's going to work. And also... We don't know if they're going to change any of these policies. So uh, I, I've been stalling so that I could get the uh, terms of service up. So essentially, um, you cannot do anything that involves self-harm, uh, incest, bestiality, necrophilia, urine, scat, uh, any kind of excrement-related material. Um, violence, rape, lack of consent, hypnosis, intoxication, sexual assault, torture, sadomasochistic abuse or hardcore bondage, extreme fisting or genital mutilation. Um, non-consensual... What is, wait, let's back up here. What's extreme fisting? Uh, I'm assuming it's like, uh... Well, you've heard of fisting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming it's ones where, like... It, it it like I don't know I don't I don't want to say it like I don't want to say what it is because we're gonna get banned off of Amazon or whatever. Um, uh, oh it's gonna, okay. You, it's it's like goatsy, but <laughs> oh, okay. What I'm, what I'm saying here is when I walked in the room, I had a wristwatch on, <laughs> <laughs> and now I don't. Uh, yeah. Um, anything involving hate speech, obviously, uh, personal data, all that good shit. Um, also, if you can't get off unless someone's being a racist, fuck you. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. Here, put this white hood on and dance for me a little. Oh, gosh. Uh, there's, th I think there's a lot of, uh, people who just kind of read a headline um, and that was it. And so this has blown up way more than it needed to. Uh, OnlyFans is trying to do some damage control. I finally saw that they posted on Twitter yesterday, uh, that they were working to find some way of, of dealing with what's going on. Um, I have not seen anything straight from OnlyFans explaining what exactly they are banning. Uh, and that's kind of my biggest problem with this whole thing, is that uh, this article from Input Mag uh, kind of spread around, and, like, it says that there was some statement that was shared with Input, but, like, the only source that they actually cite is a Bloomberg article, which also doesn't cite anything. It just says that the company's going to do it. They said so. Where did they say it? I don't know. We didn't link to it. So I, I'd like to know where this came from. Uh, and then obviously OnlyFans themselves need to do a better job at their messaging. Because the way that it's looking right now, um, 
people are going to jump ship. Uh, I, and quickly. I don't know what their messaging means. They're going to go to Reeton fans, new site that I'm starting up. Uh, well, and that's that's my that's the other thing I wanted to say about this is like there are so many memes right now of like <laughs> people gonna have to get a real job now that OnlyFans is closing, and it's like motherfucker, like how how little do you know about the state of pornography on the internet? Like, yeah. Do you know how many platforms exactly like OnlyFans have existed for a while now? I would imagine that most people are going to go to many vids, but um, oh, yeah. Subscribestar uh, has both an adult and non-adult version of their service, uh, which means that like they they presumably will never have this problem. Uh, many vids, in fact, uh, I found out is run by uh, people who were at least one time sex workers and like they they work directly with the people on their site who are sex workers because that's kind of what they've built their whole platform out of only fans on the other hand was kind of like just a patreon type site that didn't explicitly block nudity and now they're trying to go back on that and that it's just going to kill them yeah if, if they actually go through with all of this which i i just do, i mean does I anybody see them doing that. does anybody remember tumblr Huh? <laughs> I don't. So it, I, I didn't think so. Well, the comparison to Tumblr is apt, uh, insofar as Tumblr decided to say uh, no more porn on our website, and then they lost like eighty percent of their fucking user base. Oh and no, that's, that's uh, what people were here for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which, it, like, and it, it's an apt comparison again because, like. You see memes that are like OnlyFans going, uh, they, they uh, because of course there's a Simpsons reference for like every fucking thing that ever happens at this point. Yeah, but, uh, it was it was perfect because uh, I guess there was an episode where Duff decided to take the alcohol out of their beer. Yes, uh, and they're like, no, people buy it because of the flavor, not because of the alcohol. And then they went out of business. <laughs> it said thirty minutes later, and they were out yeah. of business. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, like my my thing is yes, you know, it the the OnlyFans is built around porn and I think it's stupid that um payment companies like will will start banning. I can understand certain illegal things not being on there, right? Uh any self-harm stuff like that. And if that's all they're removing, then that makes sense. But if they're removing basically any sex that that's not cool, um, and, and since and we you, haven't, you said payment providers, right? Yeah, right, because that's what they were citing. Yeah, Mastercard made a statement saying we have no idea what they're talking about. We did <laughs> not ask them to do this. We have no policy against adult content. They reached this conclusion on their own. Oh, interesting, and and. So, uh, but I can see where they would be like, well, we need to change some of our content if it is going to get the payment providers messed up. But uh, clearly, that's not a problem, at least for MasterCard. I'm not sure about Visa. Yeah. It seems um, like they need to having problems. They need to overhaul their entire communication structure. Something broke down somewhere. Someone got the wrong message, and look how far it's blown out of proportion. 
Well, and the mm-hmm. sec- and and to talk about what you said earlier about people being like, well, sex workers have to find a real job. You know what? I mean, they're producing content, and people want to purchase that content. Fucking good for them. Like they can make money. I don't care how people make a living. Um, there are and there are some people who work and make you know a decent amount of money, and then do OnlyFans on the side to make more money. Uh, there was a lady who lived in New York who was like making $25 an hour, but she lived in New York and she needed more money because $25 an hour is like minimum wage there. Uh, and so they had, she was making more money on the side, make doing OnlyFans. And if people are wanting to pay you for stuff like that, who gives a shit? Uh, right. And I mean, not to get too political, but why the fuck? isn't prostitution legal like if i theoretically obviously i can't do it a i've got a girlfriend b i wouldn't do it because hooking up with random girls from bars doesn't sound like a good time well it sounds like a good time until the next day then until the next day and you have to get uh tested but like theoretically i could go to a bar (laughs) yeah theoretically i could go to a bar and hook up with a girl but if I want to pay for it, that's illegal. Like, it's really Sausage. weird. Okay. I thought you were implying that you would be a prostitute. No, 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 no. I'm saying theoretically, like, you can go hook up with somebody. But if yeah. you, but if, like, you exchange money for that service, then it suddenly becomes illegal. And that's silly. Yep. Now, unless um, you call it an escort service and you're paying to go out on a date which implies the act of having sex afterwards. Yes, a loophole. Uh, or, and it doesn't... Uh, put, put a put a, a cell phone up and say, no, no, we're, we're filming this. This is this is adult pornography. Amateur, yeah. 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 Uh, but it's silly, and it should just become legal at, at this point. And no, nobody's, nobody's going to... No female is going to pay to have sex with me. There might be some guys that would pay to have sex with me. Um, that didn't actually mute my microphone. No, no, you didn't. No, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just fart really loudly? Is that what happened? I, I think he blew his nose. Or blew sad or he nose. played his trumpet. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what is that? Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I pressed the mic mute button, but it's connected to voice meter, so it didn't do anything. Nice. Uh, uh, so anyway, yeah, it's, uh, we'll keep you updated on this OnlyFans thing. If we get more information, we'll talk about it just to, you know, uh, keep everyone in the loop on what is happening with OnlyFans. If for some reason the only information you get every week is from Reet and Entertainment, then you will know what's going on with OnlyFans once a week. Uh, <laughs> and not just by looking at Twitter for 14 seconds. Uh, we're going to move on and we're going to talk about um, Outriders. I think Aroa brought this up. Uh, but Outriders oh, is yeah. a game by People Can Fly Studios, and they're saying that Outriders hasn't made money. Uh, why? Why yeah. haven't they made money? Oh, well, first off, it's not a good game. But secondly, why hasn't it made money? Uh, I don't think it's actually been said. Um, other than they just haven't sold enough. Uh, although that doesn't seem to be the case, considering they reached three and a half million players in the first month. Yeah, uh, really, this is more of uh, just a an interesting thing, because usually we don't 
really hear from from developers like that make unsuccessful games. They they usually don't come out and say, "Yeah, it's uh eh, it's not going well." Um so it, they they aren't really even sure how much the the game has made. All that people can fly really know and while they have said is that they haven't gotten any money from Square Enix which implies therefore that uh they haven't made enough money to break even uh because part of their contract with Square Enix is that uh they only get paid once development costs have been recouped uh what a so, horrible contract well i mean if you have confidence in your franchise maybe it's not so bad well and um, and to be fair square enix probably fronted most of the bill for the development cost so uh, if that's the case nice. they want to recoup their money before outriders then sees the rest of that profit i could see that i said that uh so the article says that outriders launched april 1st meaning that uh payment sh uh, should have been made by yesterday as of writing this article uh, monday august 16th uh, the publishing agreement was that uh, royalties generated by Outriders profits were to be paid to People Can Fly within 45 days of the end of the calendar quarter in which it was released. Uh, so, Sebastian Wuchukshi, president of People Can Fly's management board, estimates Nailed Outriders it. has sold between 2 million and 3 million units but the studio assumed that this was a result that would ensure profitability. Uh, but possibly due to costs around distribution platforms, quote, entities offering Outriders an, as an addition to their platform, unquote, or other expenditure for Square Enix that people can fly is unaware of. He does not want to speculate, and the studio will have to analyze the situation further. Uh, they do believe that people can fly will receive royalties uh, from the sale of Outriders sometime this year. Uh, the implication here is that uh, Game Pass may mean or may, may be why the game is not making enough money. Oh, is uh, it on Game Pass? It is apparently on Game Pass. Let it was me... on Game Pass from launch. Let me check. Uh, is it on Game Pass on Xbox? Outriders. It is not on Game Pass for PC. Oh. It doesn't Weird. look like. So, um, it, it, it appears to me that it would be only on the, the Xbox Game Pass. So, I'm, I, you can't even buy it on PC Game Pass. Like you can, because some games you it's they're not included with Game Pass, but you can buy them through the store. You can't even buy it through the store. It looks like. So. Um. I don't know. You can. Can you? You can buy Outriders on the on the Microsoft. Oh, store. Yeah. okay, on the Microsoft Store, but not through the Xbox application, because I'm not seeing it here. Yeah. No. Okay. Um. And yeah, you're you're right. Uh, it is seemingly only available on. Xbox Series X slash S and Xbox One. Uh, I was like, if it's only on Xbox Series X slash S, I think I know the reason why they're not making money. Uh, 
because it's difficult uh, to get those consoles. Anyway, uh, all right, we're going to move on to our last story. And this is another one that I believe Aroa brought up, which I actually am I very uh, excited about. One of the stories uh, linked to a 404. So unfortunately, we weren't able to include that. Uh, but yeah, the Roblox. Roblox not making money. If you click on that, it links Whoa. to a 404. Roblox is doing hardcore damage control. Apparently. So Roblox isn't making money. Outriders isn't making money. Uh, Scum VM though is able to play '90s CD-ROM based games now, which is good. That's cool. Well, like uh, so the, the the main thing uh, that this this article is about. It's kind of weird that it says like it's now possible to play '90s CD-ROM games because uh, like yeah you could already that's literally what scum vm is for yeah uh the main thing is uh macro media projector i think it was called is that it uh flash player uh, so it, it is a like breed of flash player it is a self-contained application that uh kind of gives you where is it oh director that's it macro media oh, yeah. director yeah um so director uh was a thing that a lot of games in the uh in the 90s were what was were were published in i can english uh including but not limited to uh i spy spooky mansion hmm uh-huh uh-huh okay don't, yeah you don't remember no um spaceship warlock that's not one i'm familiar with but that's one that they mentioned in here uh and Eastern Mind, The Lost Souls of Tong No. Uh, oh, and if it you says. Don't know what that is. That game's fucking wild. I see. Um, never played it. But also, uh, Director was used for many other things besides games, like digital magazines, extra educational programs, and experimental art, like Laurie Anderson's Puppet Motel. I don't uh? know what the fuck that is, but. Experimental art, apparently. Oh. Oh, I didn't know if you were implying that you knew what that was. Oh no, 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 no! That's a that's a quote from the article. <laughs> uh, Laurie Anderson's Puppet Motel. Uh, while you uh, continue talking, I will look that up. Um, but yeah, uh, obviously, as I implied, um, the thing that I am most interested in is uh, I Spy Spooky Mansion. That is an extremely nostalgic game for me. Uh. Obviously, you can play the Wii remake if you really want to, um, but the original will always have a special place in my soul. Uh, and I only know that that runs on Director because uh, that was one of the first games that I tried to mess with whenever I was a kid because I looked at the game files. And ah. I remember... I remember finding like director.exe and I was like, why is it called director? And then I looked it up and yep, that was pretty cool. Well, that's, that's neat. I do like, I like and hate uh, FMV games because a lot of FMV games are, uh, what's the word? Bad. Uh, mm -hmm. And like some of them are shooters, which they're just like really poorly made shooters or 
like 90% of them are, are adventure games with moon logic. Mm. And I don't like adventure games with moon logic, but you know, some of them are pretty good. Like they have, um, uh, like they have a couple FMV based Star Trek games that I quite enjoyed. Uh, <laughs> the Borg one is pretty fantastic. Yeah, like yeah. they've got they've got some good uh, some FMV uh, games, but uh, not a lot of them. Uh, they also have one that I played uh, that I never beat called Toonstruck, which is another point and click adventure game starring Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, which... it's a pretty pretty weird thing that exists. And Bill Nye. Bill Nye the Science Guy. So, anyway. Uh, really? Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. It was uh, Ben Stein. Oh. Ben Stein. Oh, I wonder yeah. if Bill Nye was in an FMV game. Let me look this up. Bill Nye, <laughs> the Science uh, Guy. I doubt it. FMV. I would not be surprised. To be clear, though, uh, Director is kind of like a weird hybrid of FMV and and you know a normal game it it enabled developers to do some pretty cool stuff for the time uh i think it it could like use quick time but it could like add transparency to videos and stuff like it's it's pretty cool bill nye the science guy stop the rock it's an educational video game based on the Bill Nye the Science Guy television series developed by American studio Image Builder Software and released oh, for Windows yeah. and Macintosh. Um, so it looks like Bill Nye the Science Guy uh, Stop the Rock is an FMV game. Well, egg on my face. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, if anybody wants to make a video on that, <laughs> goodness gracious. Uh, so anyway, uh, I, I do like old FMV games. Maybe I just like the, the nostalgia of it all, but I think some of those games are fun and they have kind of made a resurgence in the last few years where there are some new FMV games coming out. Uh, and I know our good friend Parallax Abstraction has played some of those on his stream. So, yeah, it is it is definitely a thing that has happened. Anyway, uh that's One of the coolest FMV games ever was on the PS2. And it's only in Jap Japan, of course. And I I can't remember the name of it at the moment, but it was a fully FMV first-person horror game. And but you you could free roam throughout the mansion and uh, but it was still FMV. Very interesting for the time. Yes. Um, my question is, how did it move? Was it like mist? Uh, Where so it controlled kind of like uh, kind of like those really old uh, first-person RPG games where you were basically on a grid. So yeah. you press forward and then you'd like move forward one step. But it was a video of your character walking forward, like you know, a, a certain distance, and then you could turn, and it'd be a video of them turning to the left. Uh, I think it was on like four DVDs because of how much footage was there. That's uh, that's some. They should have used Blu-ray. That's what they should have done. Yeah, Blu-ray on the PS2. Yep. No, no, no. What they should have done uh, is let you install it to the hard drive. Ah, yeah, yes, yes, of course. 
that would uh that would work because you could get a 20 gig hard drive for the PlayStation 2. And that's how you played Final yeah. Fantasy 11. Uh, I those yeah. transfer speeds for I, FMV. I went to I went to um the thrift store yesterday and they had somebody's original copy of Final Fantasy 11 on disc. And I was like, "Oh boy, this is this is useless." This is absolutely useless cuz even if you have the discs, you still have to pay for the game. And you have to have a hard drive. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's for the PC version. Oh. Yeah. To be fair, you still do need to have a hard drive. To be fair, yes. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you are you are correct. You you would need a hard drive to do that unless for some reason you have a thin client set up and you could install it on your company's server. They'd be like, what is this uh, 30 gigs that we're taking up here? Don't worry uh, about it. Don't look at it. It's yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Um, anyway, so that's that's our, our show for the day. I want to thank you for being here, Aroa. Yep. Uh, Miss, yep. Mr. Snack Crackle and Pop himself. And we were also joined by Connor, the cyberpunk monk. Besh, thank you for being here. It's not picking up again. I I don't get. I, you know what I think it is. I think uh I, I think Discord has that thing where if I, if I do something that's not a voice, it mutes it. Oh, uh, turn that off. Crisp turned on. I think that might be what's happening here. You should probably turn off Crisp because it's, probably... it's it's garbage. It's, it's really bad. It is nothing like RTX voice. Right. Anyway, uh, we will be back next week playing some more uh playing some more games we'll be back next week talking about more games and uh thank you for being here goodbye goodbye Bye.